Carroll, your host for today's edition of HVAC On Air, a podcast series for homeowners about all things with their heating and air conditioning system. Today I'm here with Shane Engel, and we're discussing some of the common HVAC terms homeowners may find valuable when researching or purchasing a new system or even maintaining the one that they have. There's a lot of terms out there, and knowing these terms can really help you make better decisions about your system. Well, you know, they are confusing systems, uh, and most folks don't really buy air conditioning systems very often, maybe once every 12, 15 years, whereas we're buying cars three or four times in that time period, and even phones, maybe seven or eight, TVs, five. So we are much more interested in our phones, our TVs, and our cars probably than our than our HVAC systems. Except you, Shane. You're probably really interested in your HVAC system. But could you help me understand what are some of the terms or uh, measurements um, that they use on these systems that I really need to know before I purchase? Sure, Brandy, and thanks for having me. Um, you said it right there. This is, you know, purchasing an air conditioning system is not something that, you know, most of us get to do frequently. Uh, in fact, most of us uh, would prefer not to do it frequently. Uh, we, we often get excited about buying cars, um, and because that excitement builds, we do more research, and we understand those terms, and people talk about those terms more frequently when it comes to buying cars, like horsepower and miles per gallon. Those are some of the key terms that everyone's aware of when they're buying a car. So in, in the, uh, when, you're, when you're buying an air conditioner, there are very similar terms that have very similar meanings, uh, but it becomes more and more confusing because these are not terms that people talk about frequently because they just don't buy air conditioning uh, systems frequently. And, and especially when they buy them, it's not something you show off to your friends like a, like a brand new car. <laughs> so, you know, some of the, the interesting terms are uh, SEER, uh, HSPF, AFUE, um, tonnage, um, you know, heat pump, furnace, T-STAT, coil. I mean, there's a lot of components, important components to an air conditioner. Um, but the, the, the two terms that are important, I think, uh, for me, uh, that a homeowner needs to understand, uh, one is SEER um, and the other is tonnage. And, and, and those equate to SEER, for example, is much like miles per gallon in a car. Probably one of the more important metrics for a homeowner to be aware of when buying a system. The tonnage on the system is essentially the size of the, of the system, kind of like the horsepower in the car. However, with tonnage, it's not, you know, you, don't, you shouldn't decide what size vehicle you want. You really need to leave that up to the contractor. So if you might think that a bigger system, um, you know, say a five-ton system, and these range normally from one-and-a-half tons to five tons, you might think that a five-ton system is the bigger and the better system. However, sizing the system correctly for your home is one of the most important things um, you need to do when installing an air conditioner, and you really want to leave that up to the certified contractor to make that decision. So, But when it comes to metrics, again, that are important for you to know and understand that may drive your decisions, SEER is probably one of the most important, and SEER is much like miles per gallon on a system. Um, SEER is basically the efficiency rating of an air conditioner, and um, the minimum SEER rating that you can buy is 13 SEER, but there are units that go up to above 20 SEER. Um, that is the measurement of the efficiency of the air conditioner when it's running in, in what we call AC mode. Um, and it's basically a seasonal average. So it, it reflects the entire season and gives you a pretty good indication of what your utility costs are going to be throughout the entire year. So if I have a better SEER, a bigger number, I'll have a lower energy bill? In theory, yes. Um, but 
the important thing to remember is um, you need to understand what SEER rating you had on your prior unit okay, before you install the new. So um, it's easy to find on the unit. Um, you may not know what it is today, but if you go out and look at the unit that sits outside the home, the outdoor unit or the condensing unit, we call it, there's a little yellow tag on it, an Energy Star guide, and it should tell you what the SEER rating is on the system. So, for example, if the unit that you currently have installed is a 10 SEER system and you install the new minimum 13 SEER system, uh, then you should see roughly 30% improvement in energy consumption, and that should translate through to 30% reduction in your energy bill. Excellent. What are some of the metrics like HSPF for a heating system? Yeah, HSPF is is much like SEER, um, except it is the efficiency metric for a heat pump, which is like an air conditioner, and we probably ought to explain heat pump quick before we get to HSPF. But a, a heat pump, um, if you're not familiar, is uh, like an air conditioner, except for it runs in reverse. So instead of removing the warm air out of your house and rejecting it outside, where it doesn't matter, in the wintertime, it can extract and pull in warm air from the cool outside air and move it into the home. So it's essentially moving warm air from one location to another. So it runs in reverse. It's the air conditioner running in reverse. The HSPF rating is, again, the efficiency metric for the heating mode of the heat pump. Uh, so it works very much like SEER. The numbers are different, however. The minimum value that, that you can purchase today is 8.2 HSPF, but there are systems that go all the way up to 13 HSPF. Now, depending on where you live, HSPF could be a much more important metric to consider as many units, for example, in the Midwest, a heat pump will run in heating mode four times as long as it does in AC mode. Mm. Only a couple months out of the year is it running in cooling mode, AC mode. Therefore, you want to pay more attention in Ohio, for example, to the HSPF rating. Uh, because that will drive the energy cost more so than the SEER rating. Good. And then um, I have a gas furnace. So how would I know whether I have a uh, what kind of metric or efficiencies on my gas furnace? How is that measured? Uh, the gas furnace typically has a metric called AFUE, uh, and that relates to how much uh, propane or natural gas is burnt uh, and, and converted into actual heat energy in the home versus just waste waste heat. So Typically, the minimum um, that you can buy today is an 80%, 78 to 80% AFUE furnace, um, but there are furnaces in the market that go all the way up to 95%. Um, so you want to look for and think about, you know, if you're using propane, for example, to heat your home, propane costs a little bit more than natural gas. So it may make a lot more sense to upfront buy a more efficient furnace that will burn less propane to heat the home. So over time, it'll cost you less to heat your home. Um, so that it may be well worth that additional investment to, say, upgrade to a 95% AFUE furnace up front versus a, an 80% furnace. Wow, Shane, that's lots of terms. Now I know more about efficiency terms, but I'm wondering, what do I need to consider uh, relative to the system in my house? What kind of terms are the contractor going to talk to me about? Well, I think, you know, one of the things that's important to consider is, you know, where do you live in the country? I mean, that will ultimately influence the type of system that a contractor will install. But uh, when it comes to your specific home, I think the thing you need to talk about is, uh, you know, what kind of problems, you know, have you had with your prior system? That's a good idea. Um, you might bring things up like, um, you know, did you have any hot and cold spots in the house? Um, uh, you know, was there a particular room that always seemed to be cold, for example, or I hot? All the time upstairs. 
Well, and that Brandy, there's a number of things that could have caused that problem, and and those that's the type of conversation you want to have with your contractor. Um, at the time of installing a new system, that is the best time to correct those problems. So, the potential causes for something like that could be um, poor sizing of the ductwork, or leaks in the ductwork, or the vents weren't open or set closed properly. Um, you know, it could be fixed by uh, installing a, a premium system that includes um, modulation in the outdoor units so that the system actually runs a little longer and consumes less power when it does that. Uh, and that, that provides a little bit better airflow and air distribution throughout the home and keeps the, the temperature difference from one room to another uh, much better than, than what you may have had with your prior system. So. Another thing to consider for your particular home and situation if you're replacing the air conditioner might be um, if you have a furnace, for example, as your heat source, you know, what is the, the status on the furnace? Is the furnace 10 years old, 20 years old? Mm-hmm. You know, what kind of condition is it in? It, it may, I know it's going to increase the expense uh, for the repair to fix your air conditioner by replacing the furnace at the same time, but it may offer even better solutions, and it might be the perfect opportunity to upgrade your furnace and get a, get a furnace that is designed to operate with that air conditioning system. And we always recommend that you, you, you would get a matched system, one that is designed to, to, to work uh, together and is rated um, you know, with, with the proper uh, testing in the laboratory for SEER, HSPF, AFUE, et cetera. So I really need to consider both the indoor and outdoor section and my air conditioning and my heating requirements when, when looking at what's the best solution for me. Yeah, that's the other complicated part of this buying decision is that there's there's outdoor components, there's indoor components. Uh, it's not always necessary to replace both. There's controls, the thermostat, uh, that's connected to both that outdoor and that indoor unit. And so every situation is unique, and asking more questions about your particular situation uh, and doing the research to understand some of these terms will ultimately um, you know, help you uh, make the best decision uh, about your particular case and situation, um, you know, for your home, as you mentioned. Well, Shane, I was also wondering, is bigger actually better when it comes to the size of my air conditioner? No, I, I touched on this earlier, and, and I suggested that, you know, if, if, if you're the, you know, a sports car kind of junkie and, you know, and you understand horsepower, in this particular case, more horsepower is not always better. And, and the example here is if you were to put a system in that's just too large, for that heat load on your home that I mentioned earlier, uh, what's going to happen is that system's going to cycle on and off a lot. So it's going to cool your home rapidly when you set the thermostat to a particular set point. Uh, and then it's going to shut off. And then it's going to sh- turn back on. And it's going to shut off again. And when it's cycling on and off, it's wasting a bunch of energy, essentially. Um, the other thing that it's doing is it's because it's on and off so much, that hot and cold spot thing that we talked about previously, right? and that uncomfortable feeling that you get, a lot of that is because you're not removing all that humidity in the home. The system doesn't have enough time to run and remove that humidity inside the space, and therefore you're left feeling uncomfortable, clammy. Uh, you probably have more hot and cold spots than you have today. That's the risk of oversizing a system for the heat load on your home. So I need to really make sure that I get a good contractor who uh, understands my needs and does a, a nice job of matching the system to what to what my house is, whether it's a outdoor and indoor, um, a whole system heating and air conditioning. Absolutely, and and you know if you if you want to double check the contractor, do the research on some of these key terms like SEER, HSPF, AFUE, and ask your contractor you know to help you understand what those terms mean.
what some important terms are around the energy efficiency of a system, whether it's a heat pump, an AC, or a furnace. We've learned what we need to consider uh, when we're buying something for our house, the size, um, the indoor-outdoor unit, um, how the system would operate, hot and cold spots, fixing problems. So a lot of topics today. Um, Shane, I'd like to thank you for um, enlightening us. And uh, till next time, if your wife is hot, show her you care and fix the air. Mm -hmm.